This is episode four of Opening Doors to Hope and Belonging from DePaul Community Resources. I'm your host, Allison Wickline. Thank you so much for joining us as we learn and grow together. This episode will introduce you to our independent living program, what it is, who it serves, and why it's important. Our first guest is Chelsea Wilson. She is an independent living supervisor in our Charlottesville office. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Allison. Just tell me a little bit about the independent living program for people who maybe aren't familiar, who it serves and what it offers. So the independent living program at DePaul serves foster youth between the ages of 18 to 21. These youth come to us from foster homes, whether within DePaul or outside DePaul, group homes, and even opt back into services after maybe having lived on their own for a period of time after turning 18, but realize that they need a little bit of extra support. So we we get youth from all of those um, different areas. The ultimate goal of the program really is that we are providing the youth a a safe place to live um, to where they can, we can support them um, and give them what they need to learn to live on their own and become self-sufficient. Within living in the program, they're living in their own apartment. They get case management services um, and life skill trainings um, up up through their, their transition out into adulthood. Really in terms of the opportunities that they get within the program, we work with them from the time they enter the program to the time that they leave. The goal is that we're able to work with them to save money, to hopefully be able to obtain their own housing by the time they leave the program um, to secure and maintain housing on their own. Um, they're developing and practicing life skills. So we're really working with them on a wide variety of different life skills from budgeting, meal planning, how to grocery shop, um, daily living skills within their apartment, how to maintain certain things in their apartment, how to advocate for themselves Um, how to develop and maintain appropriate and healthy relationships. So a wide array of things that we're working with them on while they're in the program. Another important aspect of the program is that we're really working with them to make permanent connections to caring and committed adults. So these are people that we're able to help them identify that we can consider natural support for them. So people that will be able to support them even after they age out, um, ongoing past their 21st birthday when foster care services end. While they're in the program, they're given the opportunity to work towards um, educational and or employment goals. So some youth choose to just focus on school while they're in the program. Some youth choose to just focus on working. Some do both, and it's their choice to do that. So whatever they choose to decide, um, we support them in that. And then really just enabling them to learn how to make well-informed choices for their future. Foster youth um, sometimes more so than not have a challenge in learning how to advocate for themselves, depending on how long they've been in foster care. Um, They're so used to having so many people make decisions for themselves um, that they really have to learn how to do that for themselves going forward and and how to do that in a way that will set them up for success for their future. So why do you think this program is so important to really help them transition from being a foster youth to then being an adult? could think of so many reasons. I mean, certainly this population, this program is such a passion of mine, but I think to sum it up, it would really be just to ensure that these young people coming out of foster care aren't shorted the opportunity to learn daily living skills and and, and true and valuable life skills that will enable them to become successful adults when they transition into adulthood. You've been with the program for a while. Tell me about one success story that really sticks out in your mind, someone who really grew through the independent living program? 
this young lady was determined to work as hard as she could and save as much money as she could while she was in the program. I'm always love when you take advantage of the services and support that are offered to them because that's really what the purpose of it is. Um, this particular young lady saved over $3,000 while she was in the program. Um, she was able to buy her own car while she was with us. Um, and having saved that much money while she was with us, she was able to successfully transition into her own apartment. She had all of the money that she needed to pay her deposit and deposits for utilities. So she really set herself up for success leaving our program. Another special part of her story was that she, she was from another country. And when one of her dreams was to be able to save money to take a trip to visit her family in her home country. That was something that took a lot of work on both of our ends and, and trying to get her the necessary documents she needed and just the process we had to go through for that. But she saved up her money, was able to go visit her family for about a month in her home country. And she took that trip when she knew that she could because she didn't know when she'd be able to go back. So that was really special for us to be able to support her and certainly being able to maintain that connection with her birth family in her home country um, while being in our program. So that was just a really special part of her story as well that was, that was really neat for me. Thank you again so much for joining me and for discussing it. Thank you so much, Allison. Joining me now is Chelsea Lewis, and she was a participant in the independent living program for a couple years. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, of course, happily. (laughs) So I guess we will start with how you found the independent living program at DePaul. Um, Actually, it kind of found me is probably a better way of putting it. I was honestly struggling a bit with my foster family. And they were really great people. They were really awesome. But I had spent a lot of my life kind of raising myself. And there were some rules that they had as someone who had kind of always had free range and still done the right thing and behaved to kind of be controlled. I was not, I just, I needed more freedom. And so I had went off and done something crazy to like, for like a month, I went and stayed with some girl that I barely knew and then really wanted to come home. And, you know, and it was part of my journey and it's nothing that I regret, but my social worker actually found DePaul because I, you know, I called her and I was like, I really want to come home and I really want to come back to my own school, you know, but I don't, I can't go back with my foster parents. Like they're great people, but like, that's not where I can be right now. Like it's not what I need in my own life. And so then she found DePaul and I was super stoked about it that you guys happened to have like an opening at that moment and it worked out perfectly. And why did you really make that decision? I mean, after hearing about the IL program, what was it that made you really decide, all right, I'm going to do this. And what were your hopes going in? I think what really fed me for that was the fact that like all that freedom that I was not getting and all that trust I was not getting with my foster family, I was going to get with DePaul. You know, I knew that I was still going to have that safety net. I was still going to have people checking in on me every day to make sure that I'm doing the right things, but they're also allowing me to be my own human being and to be my own person and to grow on my own. So what was your life like in the program versus when you were outside the program before? Outside the program, before I saw the program, 
chaos. <laughs> chaos is probably the best way of putting it. You know, I dealt with my life as best as I could as a young adult with, you know, lots of hands in my pot trying to help me and stuff like that. Um, and all good intentions, but it was just constant chaos of like, you know, a lot of people having a lot of visions of what I should or shouldn't be doing. And no one really listening to my vision or what my thoughts were. And with DePaul, it was the exact opposite. They saw me and, you know, they knew what I needed, but they knew there was a bunch of different paths to get there. And so they listened to me and they listened to what I wanted in my life. And, you know, like I wanted to explore animals and I wanted to explore that as a career, but I wasn't in a place where I wanted to go to college and I wanted to do that because I didn't want to take a bunch of classes on math and writing and all these other things that I wasn't passionate about. I just wanted to explore this passion of animals. And when that kind of came out and about in the program, their reaction wasn't to ignore me and to shove me into that box. It was to say, okay, are you sure about that? <laughs> and all right, you're sure. What, what can we do instead? They, you know, helped me line up into a program with a zoo where I was volunteering and learning and going there every couple of weekends to sit the whole weekend and just learn about animals to be a part of this zoo. So even when I didn't fit into a box that was probably the easiest form for them, like they listened. So it was a lot less chaos because they were just there for me and they were just willing to listen to whatever path I needed, even if it wasn't convenient. <laughs> Looking back now, what was the most challenging part of deciding to enter the program, being in the program and then getting out? What was the most challenging? There wasn't a ton that I found challenging being within the program. You know, they had meetings and stuff they wanted us to go to. And I know a lot of young adults don't want to go to these like meetings, but it's how to cook. And I needed to be there and I needed someone to tell me how to make something that was simple and really yummy. I still make some of these things. And then, of course, like I am a young adult, there's going to be some sex education in there consenting and what that actually looked like and feeling confident and saying no and just so many different things and doing my taxes and all that. So it wasn't really, there was nothing hard about the program. There was nothing that I was like, oh, except for, you know what? I did really want an animal in the program, which I understood why I couldn't have it. I think that was about the only rule that I was like, are you sure though? You know, but, but I also needed to save all that money for myself and for my first vehicle. And so I, I understood, I understood. I didn't like it, but I understood. <laughs> what do you think your life would have looked like if you, you know, if your social worker had not told you about independent living program, if you hadn't decided to join, what do you think it would have happened? Where would you have gone? What would you have done? Man. That's a scary question to think about, to be honest with you. I don't, I honestly don't know. It kind of jars me because I don't think I've ever really thought about that. And I don't think the answer would be half as good as where I'm at. 
I wouldn't have had someone to see me, to truly see who I was in that moment in my life, maybe would have found myself one day stuck in a place I didn't want to be. I think I would have wasted a lot more time of my life trying to kind of figure out what I wanted. I, I'm always grateful for the, for the DePaul Independent Living Program. <laughs> like, whenever you guys reach out and are like, hey, I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Whoever needs to hear the beauty of this program, like, I will fully and happily tell them this program saved my life. That transition period from high school, you know, 18 and then heading into your 20s, I think it's difficult for everybody. But I do think when people are coming from foster care, that's kind of an added challenge, you know. And so Mm -hmm. now we will move to the present day. You've been out of the program for a few years now. Tell me about your life today, where you're at, your plans, your hopes, your goals. You know, I've owned a home, I've sold a home, I've managed several companies, I've done all this really awesome stuff, and I'm now in a massive chapter change. I honestly, I don't even know if chapter is the right word. I feel like I'm starting a whole new book. You're kind of in the process of catching me in between those books right now. So I'm actually in the process right now of becoming a freelance writer. It's, it's, again, it's a growing experience. You know, with all the things that the IELTS program has given me, I, I have the confidence to try. And if I fall, then I fall. I would love to travel the world, and I would love to financially support that on my own intellect and on my own ability and my own passion to just share the ideas that I have and I carry with me all the time. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) That's very exciting. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing with us. I think it's important for people to really hear it from someone who lived it and is still living, you know, in kind of the wake of that. So I appreciate you so much. Opening Doors to Hope and Belonging is hosted by DePaul Community Resources, a nonprofit organization. Since 1977, DePaul has opened doors to hope and belonging for countless children, families, and individuals with disabilities across Central and Southwest Virginia. To learn more about DePaul and the topics discussed here, please visit depaulcr.org slash Opening Doors Podcast.